What's going on, everybody? It's the ID84 Show live here in Revere, Massachusetts, episode 8-0 on this uh, Thanksgiving Eve here. If, uh, as always, the mallet to the Hola. left there. We have uh, the two pups sitting there who just uh, molesting Adam a hot minute ago. I know, right? It is uh, Wednesday. Uh, it is November, uh, I don't even know what November it is. What, the 21st <laughs> of some sort? Well, Thanksgiving's early this year. It is. And that uh, means I don't have work for the next five days. And neither do you. No, it's great. It's a totally different vibe being here today. I will yeah. say that. It is nice not having to do anything. We're going to head up the Kowloons after this if you're in the yes. area. We're going to eat some Saugus wings and yeah. have a Mai Tai and see uh, the, the Kowloons crew, if you yes. will. I, I, I have a full uh, couple days of Kowloon that I have to do because I go right. tomorrow night, for, tomorrow for uh, Thanksgiving. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a mallet family tradition. It to is. Uh, go to Kowloon's on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it is. It reminds me of the Christmas story when they went to the Chinese restaurant <laughs> on uh, the Thanks- race. Yeah, and, they, and the duck came out and they had to cut the head off. Well, no, that, that was like one of the most racist endings. Because remember, he kept uh, interrupting. He's like, no, it's fa la la, not fa ra 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 ra. Remember? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Tom Goley, who uh, was on his show, I think he came on our show when we were at WEMF, um, is watching right now, and he goes, Thanksgiving this year is on the JFK assassination anniversary. Oh, wow. Did you know that? No, I did not. So tomorrow when you're... Uh, ex- oh, oh hey, easy there. Hey, Tommy. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Thursday when you're sitting there eating your turkey tomorrow, and, uh, and cranberry sauce explodes over the kitchen. Just think. <laughs> it's a reenactment of... Uh, how many years ago was that? It was, what, 63? Something like that. Yeah, just brain matter exploding yeah. all over the back of the... Over Jackie O. Yeah. Could you imagine? Imagine just being there, and one day you say, "Hey, honey, you know, I bet he was sitting there, right?" And she was nagging him, about, like picking up milk at the store or something like that. There were, that was definitely there was definitely two shooters. If, oh, if yeah. I'm going to put a list together of top conspiracies that are more likely to be true, mm. that is at the top of my list. Oh yeah, someone tried to kill him. Yeah, that was that was that was a. Yeah, I think uh, it was our own government. I think so too. Because I, I it would have came out if it would have came out already and been declassified. Yeah. If it was something else, that's what I mean. It like, was something very suspicious about yes, that. It was two shooters. And he didn't really have any haters, which was the odd part. <laughs> he had a million haters. Did he really? He, everybody hated him. But he won the popular vote. He was one of the most popular presidents of no, all time. No, but like the mafia didn't like him. Oh, uh, yeah. Cuban, the, Cuba didn't like him. Well, Cuba hated him. Russia hated him. obviously yeah. didn't like him. Yeah. There was a million, our own government didn't like him. He, his stance on Vietnam, even though he kind of flip-flopped, was uh, was not very well. Even when, you know, the war machine wanted to keep going. Everybody hated it. So many people had a reason to yeah. kill JFK. Uh, Gulli just said a go and he's like, see Thanksgiving guests you don't like back into the left. Back into the left. <laughs> <laughs> I would have used that one tomorrow when I go to my sister's That's in-law's house for Thanksgiving and be like, hey, can I go? Who's sitting back and to the left? <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, 55 years ago. And no one's going to get it. I'm going to say that too, and no one's going to get it, awesome. and I'm going to explain it, and I'm going to feel smart. So 55 years ago yesterday, JFK took the big one. Jeez. And then they didn't shoot him. They shot the, shot the governor of Texas, too. Oh, that's right. Nobody talks about that. No, no one talks about that guy being shot. No. But uh, yes, uh, you, ever, you ever go? You ever been to Dallas? No, but I know where that X is. You know, everybody runs out so, like an idiot to get a photo. I've been to Dallas twice. It, both times in there, I totally forgot to go there. Yeah, like it was one of those things where the first time I was in Dallas, I was there uh, for the uh, NFL, uh, uh, the NBA All Star game. And the second time I was there was for a Rangers game, hmm. and I was too busy getting hammered. And there was a cheerleading competition going on in my fucking hotel room, and I was getting all horned up. Well, wait, yeah. wait, back up. Did you did you go to this cheerleading competition? No, I was in town for the Rangers game. Oh, just in town. Okay. Yeah, and then there was like all these like high school and like college broads like in my like hotel just like hanging around. Question: Do you consider cheerleading a sport? No, I don't either. Um, I've gotten into fights. I don't consider golf a sport either. I don't either. I think you need an offense and a defense to be a sport. I agree. You need you need something preventing you. I don't because you need another team to prevent you from doing what. Now in golf, if you were able to like yell at the person or throw shit at them as they were swinging, yes, then it would be a sport. And I have actually gotten debates with these people, and someone said to me, "So then that means chess is a sport?" And I'm like, "Yeah, technically." It is because you prevent the other person you can, from scoring. Yeah, you can do that. NASCAR yeah. is technically a sport because you are preventing other people to get ahead of you. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It is. You know, if you're looking in that aspect. It is. It um, can be a sport. But, uh, yes, I don't think uh, chilling's a sport. I don't think... Uh, I mean, it's a competitive thing, but yeah. it, and I can't do it. People are like, oh, yeah, well, can you do it? I'm like, I never said I could. No, it's like a skill thing. It goes yeah. up there with like gymnastics or like... Uh, 
you know, jerking off in public. You not know a sport. I mean? It's definitely not. Definitely not a sport. <laughs> it's a skill. Well, well, jerking off could be a sport because someone could prevent you and police stop you. You're, you're 17 years old and your mom opens your bedroom door as you're, you're in full thrust and you're sitting there and you're like, I know I'm like five seconds away from, from climax, but to, well, I don't want to blow my load right there. You know no, I'm I mean? thinking I'm on the subway. I come to the police. Yeah. I got to get, <laughs> get this quick. Ah, that door could open any minute now. Anything is possible. Anything. Oh, it's possible, yeah. So uh, this is my this is our thirty something Thanksgiving tomorrow. Granted, we make it through the night, um, and uh, I gotta say, uh, it's one of my favorite holidays for the fact that really you do nothing all day. There's no responsibility that comes of it. I refuse to uh, host a Thanksgiving, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, I did that once. Um, yeah, yeah, we uh, did. I ever do that? No. Susie does the, uh, a friends giving, which is a less, lot, lot less stressful. And it's basically a bunch of my drunk friends come <laughs> over and we sit there in a folding table in our living room. She cooks us Thanksgiving again while we watch football. <laughs> we look like a bunch of homeless kids who haven't eaten in a week. So that was hilarious. She's basically time. feed. If you know, if it wasn't for her, um, a lot of us would starve during the holidays. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that's the extent. But uh, yeah, so you, hosting Thanksgiving. What the hell is that like? Um, well, I did it one year. It, there were, before everything kind of uh, my parents and uh, everybody kind of split their whole ways and yeah. everything like that and my my brother went and um we decided to like rotate it's like okay one year it'll be in new jersey one year it'll be here one year it'll be you know at my mom and dad's house whatever so it was my turn yeah and i just put an order and i stop and shop to pick up everything that day you can you can do that That's a good idea you know it's like it's like a hundred and something bucks yeah, yeah you get the full turkey you oh, get yeah? the stuff and everything's already cooked and you pick it up that morning and you just get to heat it up not even sometimes a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. you microwave like the the sauce and everything. Now, do you tell like, people you did this? Or did you yeah, I don't care. I know shaming it. It, yeah. it. it tasted great. Yeah, you know, we, we did Thanksgiving one year. Um, we used to do it at my grandparents' house all the time in Lynn, and then when my grandmother died like twenty years ago. My mother took it over, but for one year, for some reason, between ninety-seven and this year, we decided. My mother was like, "Yo, fuck it, we're gonna go to the Continental for Thanksgiving." Okay. And if you guys don't know what the Continental is, oh, it, it's this restaurant in Saugus, uh, which hasn't been updated in probably 30 years. Uh, it's a little expensive. A lot of old people go there. It's very, you know, old plate. But they have a nightclub. Down, not really a nightclub. A lounge downstairs that all middle-aged people. So if you're a middle-aged person, I'm going to say between the age of 45 and 75, and you live in the North Shore, on a Friday or Saturday night, you are probably at the Continental listening to this group called Vinyl Groove, which is essentially a guy playing... Uh, a karaoke track, and two of his big, bulky, jacked-up Italian friends are singing, and people dance. And they all they do is they play disco songs. How many hips do you think have been broken on that floor? Oh, I've seen so many potential injuries go down, and it's like you picture it's like when I remember being like younger, and my parents making fun of like oh my grandparents down in Florida when they go to things like this. Now my parents have become my grandparents, yeah. who go to things like this, and I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? Me and Sue's gone a few nights. We go, like, on a Friday after work, we'll go up there. Yeah. My parents will be up there, and they, they go up there, and my dance floor, they have a few. One, one time, my parents go up there, they got so hammered, they called us for a ride home. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this That's is where impressive. we went for Thanksgiving one year. And it took us, like, an hour to get sat. We had reservations. Food took forever. It was cold. It was blah. But uh, it was the year of the wedding call-off, so. Yeah. You know, things were a little wild that year. Yeah. But, uh, and then my sister hosted it last year, and she did a pretty good job, but. I mean, it's fucking, it's work. I don't know how my grandma, my grandmother used to do it every year, cook for about 20-something people, cook pies the night before. I remember the day before, she would take the day off from work, and she'd be sitting there, like, like shaving potatoes and chopping shit up, getting everything prepped, yeah. and then stuffing the turkey, putting it in the fridge, and then the next morning, she was up, like, at fucking the crack of dawn. All engines fired. She was fucking, she was about 4'11", firing off, cooking a meal for 25 people. Well, my grandfather got up, and all of us went down to the football game. Nice. And uh, by the time we got back, <laughs> he was all, the, all my uh, grandfather and his, his brother and all the other people that went down there were pretty hammered. Yeah. We rocked Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner was always at home, mom cooking everything like that. But my mom was always like, Thanksgiving, I'm going to be cooking a turkey in a month from now. I don't yeah. want to do another one. Like, just So you do turkey on, Thanksgiving, on uh, Christmas? Huh? Oh, we do. Turkey, yeah. ham. Oh, Christmas is a big deal. Okay. Christmas was always a big deal. Thanksgiving was just kind of like, I don't want to do this and then do it again in a month. See, we do a roast beef on, on Christmas. Okay. A roast. Oh, like, nice. Uh, so my grandmother used to also do that. But my aunt took that over. Um, this year, we're not sure what's going on. Because this year, me and Sue will be on our mini honeymoon in Disney World. We're coming home Christmas Day. Ooh. So uh, when I, I think my mother's just having something. I'm not sure what we're doing at this particular moment, but uh, 
Yeah, me and Sue, we spent uh, Christmas Eve at Disney. That's pretty neat. At a very expensive restaurant we made reservations to. Apparently, it's uh, the cheapest thing on the menu is like $55 for a side of like fucking potatoes. Take a, I want to see a photo. Take a photo oh, of the yeah. menu. I, I want to see this thing. The, the, uh, we were looking at the steak. We figured it's a honeymoon. Yeah, go it's big. Spurge. The hotel didn't cost us anything. Yeah. Her mom paid for our tickets to the park. Oh, nice. And our flight was relatively cheap as shit. It was like 200 bucks round trip each for us to go down there. So, I mean, we're paying for nothing at this point. Yeah. So, like, you know what? If you spend a few... Let's do things that we we can't do when we have kids. Yeah. Because you can't go to your kids to this fancy steakhouse nope. in fucking Disney World because it just doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, yeah we're going to do that. So, yeah, we, I, it's going to be an adventure. Where I, it's just her first time in Disney. Yeah. And uh, so that's where we're going to spend Christmas Eve. A couple of years ago, we spent Christmas Eve in Knoxville. Um, when we were living down in D.C., we went down to go visit her mom. Her mom was getting out of the hospital on Christmas Eve of all days. So uh, we spent it down there, but um, yeah, it's uh, Christmas. Uh, I don't know. It's it's an interesting holiday. Yeah. You know, it's uh, but some I don't know. Thanksgiving was a big. Christmas is big. Easter was kind of like a switch around. See, my grandma used to take care of all that shit. She just go to her house. Now it's like now you got to respond. I don't have a house. We can't have fucking people here. You know. Well, I feel like once you hit um, Halloween's kind of the kickoff of everything. Yeah. And then it's like Halloween, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. My favorite day is actually January 2nd because it's all over. I love the holidays, but yeah. it can get exhausting. Yeah. Because you're bouncing does, yeah. around everywhere. and then Spending it's like, money and shit. And yeah. January 2nd, it's like, thank God it's all over. Yeah. Like, I'm done. You know, it's, it's in, in amongst the action. But then they go into a depressing time, though, because between January and, like, fucking March 1st, there's nothing going on. I mean, well, I shouldn't say it because you get the playoffs for football. So, basically, the month of February... It's kind of depressing. That's yeah, but I, I've decided. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be focusing on a lot of editing mm. and a lot of like little things. Like, like my, I call that my video game season. Yeah, yeah. Because in the summer I like to go out and actually like to do things. But like I feel like in those cold winter, boring, dreary months, that's kind of like video game season. Like, it's, like every yeah, sport. January gets like oh, you got to yeah, you stay in. Like I, I yeah. get to work. It's dark. I leave work. It's dark. Yeah, vampire you know I mean? rules. Yeah. yeah, you don't really see sunlight unless you're going out on your lunch break. Yeah, it gets pretty depressing. But uh, can. But, you know, I'm very optimistic. I look forward to December 21st because then that day, the days just get longer, I guess, at that point. Okay. So, I mean, uh, and then you turn back the clock sometime in March. And when I see when March comes around, I get excited because it's like spring training. It means I'm going to Florida for a week. That's true. Are you we going to go to the, I, like I said, I remember last year when the van left. Yeah. The stupid fucking truck carrying all the crap. Oh, yes. I you think should. you and I should this year go to that mm -hmm. because I want to follow it. Cause I'm and I said this too. I'm willing to bet that fucker does not yeah. cross Massachusetts line no. and drives around the block. Goes up to 495 right? and turns around and comes back. I say we at least follow it to the Massachusetts line. Yeah. And if it makes it past that, then okay, maybe it really does. Maybe yeah. But if it does, I say we follow it. Because we said hundreds of times in the last year, I think we went on a rampage about this. Yes. Was that it's, it seems retarded and stupid that a truck is bringing balls and bats and uniforms to Florida to a facility in which the team owns. Yeah. And you have to get these baseballs shipped, right? Yes. Bats shipped, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just ship them to the location in which you're going to be at? Yeah. There's people there 24-7 down there. I mean, that's that stadium is occupied all year round. Mm -hmm. They have the, it, it's a it's a state-of-the-art facility in the JetBlue Park down there. So to me to have a truck day is, and it's, oh, my God, it's, it's come on now. So that would be, be March. It would right. be uh, no. It's usually the second week in February. Oh shit! Because the catchers and pitchers got to be down there the last week of February. All right. Well, I'm taking that day. I yeah. want, let's take that day off. It's usually I, a Monday. I want to. I want to sit in my. No, car. I agree. We should do this. We should follow. We should actually document this, and we're gonna figure out whether or not Truck Day actually exists or not. Think so. what would, ha would happen if we find out that's actually bullshit. The video we could send into the news. Oh yeah, that'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, they probably all sugar. John Henry probably owns every news company in the city too. He's like, oh no, it's truck day. Actually had to turn back because I forgot blah blah blah. Yeah, we forgot a ba box of balls. Yeah. Pedroia's particular yeah. about his spring training bat. We forgot Pedroia, it. Pedroia, that fruit. Yeah, three yeah. more years. Three more years of contract. paying that guy and he's going to probably play zero of them. What's wrong with these dogs tonight? They know they're on camera. That's what the problem is. Like they're never usually this rambunctious. Yeah, no, yeah, they're yeah, all worked no. up. Come on, dogs. Come on. So yeah, the Kowloon. Anyone who knows to know what the Kowloon is, it's a uh, staple of the North Shore. I work with a guy. I grew up in uh, Topsfield, and uh, he lives down in the South Shore now. And I go to him. I go, "Have you ever been to the Kowloon?" He's like, "He's never been to the Kowloon." I wow. feel like it's like a, a place where it's. I feel like it's like uh, folklore. 
mm. of people who live in the states, you have somehow at one point at the time gone to the Kowloon. I will say, out of all the big Route One restaurants that have come and gone, the ones that were bigger, like the Hilltop, yeah, and, and I feel like it was Hilltop, Kowloon, and you know the Continental, yeah, right. And I feel like the Kowloon was going to survive because they've kind of adapted. They've ad- they've attracted a younger crowd they have, a little bit. Yeah. Like the Continental, once the baby boomers die off, they haven't really adapted. No, because they're too much of a. Uh, a classy type of like they haven't really changed their they're old school old guy old guys love it because it's old school you know what I mean but once they adapt, you have to always adapt yeah. in that world and they're gonna fizzle kind of like what happened to the hilltop hilltop like, they didn't, didn't adapt yeah nothing they didn't change I mean there was probably when they ripped that place down layers of dust from uh, of it not being touched for years you know what I mean. Sioux City 500. Sioux, remember that? Yeah, did they even have buzzers? Did they even no. get fucking buzzers? They no, they saw the cards. The yeah, they gave yeah. you a card with Sioux City, and they gave you the the they gave you a number, and they gave you a city. Mm-hmm. And depending on like uh, Kansas City 400, that's where you were gonna go. And so you, when you got called, you went to that city. Yep. So there was one on the left hand side, there was one on the right hand side, then there was one upstairs. And then upstairs there was a bar. I only I only been to that bar once. Yeah, same. Uh, the yeah. entire time. And then, then there was two big function rooms up there. Apparently. Oh wow. It was uh, quite amazing. They did the same place. Matt's was showing the cut of the steak on the on the cow. Oh the yes, steak. yes, yes. I, I remember that from when I was a kid. Those rolls were great too. I remember the rolls these give you. Yeah. And then the steak of the quote. The last time I was in and Calum, I mean, in uh, Hilltop was 2003. I was in college. My buddy and his wife and one of her friends. Oh, he wasn't married at the time, but. It was one of our high school friends or whatever. That. We all went to dinner there. And we sat in the cell in the side rooms. And I hadn't been there in like a couple of years prior to that. So we go in there. We had steak. It was uh, it was all right. It was nothing special. And then I remember this distinctly. My buddy got steak to bring home, but they had run out of to-go containers. So they just threw his steak in a plastic bag oh, and gave it to him. That's raunchy, man. Yeah, it was the funniest thing ever. I knew somebody that was there two days before it closed, and they said that there were mouse traps under the tables. Oh, yeah. It was really gross. Oh, I'm it was sure. Just horrible. There's a guy who works for the uh, one of the Saugus. It's in Saugus, the city that takes place. The newspaper up there, and he gets access to all those places the day before they rip it down. So he has pictures. If you look online of the hilltop inside hilltop, oh, that's the day before they rip it down. Yeah, and he has one of Waylu's up there too, going through that oh, before they rip it down. Stuff. That mess, Waylu's. God, a yeah. million dollars to build that Chinese restaurant in uh, 1993. Fucker never paid his taxes. Guy never paid taxes. <laughs> no, and he had that little restaurant down the down the hill for years. Yeah. And he had one in what? Woburn, yeah, 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 one in Woburn, yeah. And they were like tiny restaurants; they weren't anything big. And then he decided he was going to have this big monstrosity built that was going to be a half Japanese restaurant, half Chinese restaurant. Spent a million dollars at that time; <laughs> it was a lot of money for a restaurant. It, it was so gaudy. Oh I mean, yeah, ice sculptures. There's a river. Yep, it was ridiculous. The one in Woburn, though, the building is still there. It's now there's like a buffet there, like once a week. I, I think uh, I think the Kowloon's crew had a, a conspiracy over that whalers because it was taking business from them. Hmm. You know, I think in in. Uh, the guy who owns Kowloon's, his brother is a uh, councilman in the city. Yeah. And I think uh, there was some shenanigans there. I think it was some, like, you know. No, I don't think so. When you don't pay your taxes, that's kind of well, the same thing. The food wasn't that good either. The <laughs> no. food was better at Kowloon's. Yeah, it was. And, uh, I like Kowloon's. Yeah, Kowloon's is, uh, like you said, it has adapted. Yeah, it has. Oh, that place has been around since the 50s. Yeah. I mean, my parents went there. Your parents went there. My, pa- my dad got banned from there. Did he really? I got banned from there once, too. Well, me, both me and my dad at one time or another had been banned from Kowloon's. <laughs> my dad, uh, the story, he, he was with his buddies. Uh, I forget, he was like 60s or 70s, and they were driving around. They drove around the back, and my dad saw a plate of ribs in okay. the kitchen through the door, and he went in the back, and he snuck in and took the plate of ribs and ran out <laughs> and jumped in the back of the pickup truck, and he's like, this Asian guy comes running out. <laughs> like that, and, uh, and me, I took apart a table. Okay. Um, I was in I was in high school and uh, you took we, a pot of table. How did you take a pot? We, of table? we stole a table out of the out of Kowloon's. How? Screwdrivers. Okay. We all had screwdrivers. Said, "We're stupid kids." Yeah, right? yeah, but like and we all we all had screwdrivers and we walked in and I, I was I, this is when I was with the theater uh, people and we walked in. We had screwdrivers and we we sat down. We had, we unscrewed it and we all took out pieces of the table under our jackets and stuff. Why? How? how what, what kind of table was it? It was like a, you know one of the tables that you know you sit at to eat. Yeah, and it, it was in pieces. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, one person. I mean, no one's really paying attention. One person took part of the table out. Okay. One person took like you know some of the the fasteners or stick okay. holding the table. And yeah, we, we just left with it. What'd you do with the stuff that was on the table? I mean, the food. It was sort of cleared. Oh, okay. So yeah, there. Just, yeah. Okay. We just kind of hanging around drinking water and trying to figure out how we're gonna do this. And, uh, and then what'd you do with the table? Oh, I think I don't remember. I think we just left it at someone's place and just chucked it. <laughs> or maybe I ended up in the woods. Imagine being a server and going back to your table and say, oh, the whole table's missing. Like, table's gone? Oh, yeah. Nothing yeah. I can clean today. Well, no. I mean, they a few of them were coming out as we were driving off, so they yeah. knew. 
And uh, I remember they have that sin- they have that sinking bar in the back in the back left when you walk in. And it's like you sit at it's like regular seats, but the got bartender is like three feet below you. Yeah, it's pretty awkward. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I never want to look in the kitchen. I'm sh- I don't know if it's clean or not. I'm just making. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. You know, I'm assuming, but I and I've been to a lot of kitchens doing my uh, career, and uh, you know, you don't want to see a kitchen and eat the place. Well, it's, it's also the one bar you go to where. Every other bar, people, you need another drink. You need another drink. Yeah. They do not want to serve you. They don't want to <laughs> serve you drinks, and they and they you literally sit down for dinner. Your food comes out the second you say the word. It's like they know what you want to order, and they get you out of there. Like most restaurants, it's a forty-five minute to an hour turnover a table. I swear they do a half-hour turnover on the tables here, and they don't want to give you drinks. They want to keep that table going and turn around. They don't want you lingering and having drinks. Yeah, yeah, it's very difficult to get a drink there. You gotta flag them. Yeah, it's uh, it's not very. Yeah, they're not very quick on getting you uh, no. drunk. I've gotten sh- the only place I've ever gotten shut off in my entire life was Calhoun's. Really? I was uh, it was my mom's fiftieth birthday party, and uh, we're upstairs in one of the function rooms. And I decided I was gonna go around the menu, eat, drink a different drink. So I got about like six in, and the guy told me, I said, "He's like, this is your last one." I'm like, oh. "Really? Yeah." So I just went downstairs to the bar downstairs and ordered a drink. There you go. <laughs> I do miss though. There was like a five-year window where the comedy connection was there. Oh yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and like you know, you had that one there, and you had the one at uh, Faneuil Hall at the time yep, before they were shut down. Yeah, it now was... it's Kowloon's comedy that's there. Yeah, I know it sucked because it, it was awesome at the time because you had like these big acts that would come through there who were playing in Boston the next night. Yeah, so basically how it worked was it was in Kowloon's on Thursday, Boston Friday and Saturday, and then the comedy connection in Rhode Island was on Sunday. So if you were a comic, you d- you had four nights, and you knew you were going to be all those four nights. And they kept you in a hotel. They drove you to Kowloon's. They drove you to Boston, and they drove you to Providence. That was awesome. I, yeah. mean, I remember seeing Jim Norton front row. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Kowloon's, yeah. I, yeah, I saw a few people there. It was just amazing because yeah. I knew, like, hey, I'm not in Boston. I can easily go to this one. Yep. You know? And, I mean, they still have co- comedy. They get a lot of the local guys. Yeah. Like some of the, the regional comics, I should say, you know? Yeah. You always go to uh, Prince Pizza and see Lenny Clark. <laughs> yeah, well, they they get the same comedians over there. They pretty much they're gonna do Friday night at the Kowloon and Saturday night at, at Giggles. Yeah, I haven't been. Have you been in like an R-rated hypnotist? I did. I was actually hypnotized. Did it and, work? Uh, well, I uh, what year was it? It was two thousand seven. It was at the Comedy Connection in Boston. Okay. It was on a Sunday. It was uh, the guy who doesn't run here, Santos. It was so yes, the, I've he, seen him. So Santos is the original guy. He's he is so he's died. His son took it over. That really okay. That did happen because yes. I heard he died. I yeah, went to so his shows. So his, his name's like Fred Santos. His son's Fred Santos Jr. Okay. So I've never seen the son, but I've seen the father. So he gets you on stage, and basically what they do is they bring you in, and I volunteered. I went on stage, and they yeah. do a little test and see I've if you can be hypnotized. And you know, what I mean, and then they kick people off. They can't and all that stuff. So I passed the test, I guess, and they hypnotized me. And so, from what I remember, I, I was I was humping a a blow up doll. I was having sex with a blow up doll on stage, like humping it. Do you and remember any of this? I do, but I I remember doing that. I don't remember why I was doing it though. That's I kind of remember him telling me to do it, and I did it. It basically means your inhibitions go away. So anything that would stop you from doing something, they are able to take that away from you momentarily. Oh, kind of like you're drunk. It's exactly like you're drunk. Yeah. So I'm sitting on stage and you're like, all right, when I snap my fingers, yeah, you know, you're gonna get up and you're gonna pretend this blow up doll is a sexy girl and you're gonna no one cares and you're gonna have sex with her. So wow. and then me and this kid were gangbanging this blow up doll on stage. <laughs> but I, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. But there was nothing stopping me from doing it. Like it wasn't like ah, oh, like a little embarrassment or like whatever. I just went and did it. Wow. So it's like oh, it, it was. Some people got really deep in it. Like, this one girl fell off the stage. Like, she was like... Yeah, he had one girl go to the bathroom, remove her panties, and come back. Yeah. And so it's like... So I think it's true. I always thought it was very, like, oh, they put plants on there. But like, I, I would definitely wasn't a plant. I tell you that much. Okay. But yeah. there's some kind of truth to it. And then people do, like, hypnotists, uh, the therapy and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's something to it, I guess. I think it just, it's very... I don't know. It just shuts something down in your mind, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Some people are immune to it, though. I know that. They tried to do it to my mom. It didn't work. Um, she tried to see hypnotists like that and, yeah. later, and they kicked her off stage. Yeah, some people are just uh, immune to it. Yeah, no, I hear it's like one of those things where it's like you can either get it down to you or you can't get it done to you. Yeah. But um, people are leaving comments and stuff like this. We just, it's not scrolling, so I don't know what everyone's saying. Huh. But uh, but if you have my cell number, you can just text me and we'll talk to you. Because for some reason, it's, I see the comments adding, but I don't see what the comments are. So I'm sure uh, a buddy, uh, Alex Wallace, is watching because uh, he hasn't missed an episode in 80. No. I just got to tune in, even if it's for five minutes or so. We're in episode 80. That means almost two years of worth of episodes in this house. 
yeah, the I, studio, if you will. I remember at my at my high school graduation, there we had a we had a lockdown uh, oh. that night. I don't know if you guys did something like that similar. Like you graduate oh, and then you're and locked then you, down in the school, and you, for their like their, you get out like six a.m. the next yeah, day yeah. and they have like arcade games. And, know, uh, yeah, so you don't go drinking and drive your car off a cliff or something. Yeah, they did not do that in Revere because uh, no one would have showed up. I think we had a we had a we had a hypnotist. One of the shows was a hypnotist, and uh, there was this kid who he who was hypnotized and. He was just freaking out. Like he was told him, "Okay, like when I, when I, I'm gonna send you back to your seat, and when I say this word, you're gonna think the British are attacking us." Okay. Right. And he sends him, and this kid wasn't the kind of kid who would uh, uh, like, uh, you know, go for it. And he puts him into the crowd, back in the crowd. Show continues, and then maybe five minutes later, he says the key word, and this, and my classmate just freaks out and really? is running to the doors oh shit like trying to get out and yeah, the look yeah. on his face was like he's like why the f- are you people running like he looked like really terrified that none of us were like running with him that's right? funny it was actually uh pretty convincing um i don't know if it was real but yeah uh, I, it's I uh it. it's, it's it's humorous yeah it is humorous actually i wonder no actually it's wednesday i was gonna say i wonder if there's a comedian up there in collins tonight but uh to be at least Wednesday night, they wouldn't have anyone up there. Who knows anymore? The comedy connection's gone, so who knows? Kowloon's Comedy, spell of a K. I know. That's me clever. And, me and Sue were looking the other day looking for something, and we're like, uh, we're thinking we're going to a show on a, on a Friday night or something like that. It's really no one. It's the Eric Powers is in the world, I guess, that are up there. Did you ever get anything from Carl's Sausage Kitchen that's only open like two Never. hours in the day? Never. And uh, <laughs> I used to work with a guy, and I used to, his name was Carl, and I used to call him the Sausage Kitchen. And he used to thought I was because he was Dominican, and I was referring to him having a big penis. And I go, no, I go, no, actually, there's a place called Cal's Sausage Kitchen, spelled with a K, like he did, in Saugus. And it's only open until they run out of sausages. Yep, unbelievable. I know. Must be nice to have that kind it's of. It's closed now, isn't it? They moved, didn't they? Yeah, it's I don't in Danvers it is now. now. I think is it's it? on. It's on a Route One anymore. They moved to like near the Liberty Tree Mall. Oh wow! But uh, the Route One is a very unique place with their buildings and uh. You know, motels, if you will. That are slowly disappearing. It's sad. It is sad. How many times have you spent? You spent any times in those hourly hotels? I've never been in any of that. I've always, oh. been, I've always kind of wanted to. Ferns. I've been in Ferns. Really? What that free HBO. When I was, uh, how old was I? I was uh, 20, 22. How old was she? She was <laughs> 19 oh. or 20. Did it have a vibrating bed? No. But oh, man. She was a girl that I was. I used to work with. That lives with her mother. And I was living with my mother at the time. And all she wanted to do was bang. And, like, the window of opportunity for us to get it on was, uh, like, Friday at 5 o'clock p.m. or that something. That was the magical hour. Yeah, because I don't know what the deal was. We Because I, I would work. Our schedules were all over the place. She would work at night, too. She was a waitress. But, like, her, I don't know. We couldn't go over her house. We got caught once at her house. and hmm. uh, So we went to, uh, so I'm like, well, we can go to, we go to a place on Route 1. They're hourly. And she's like, all right. I'm like, all right. So we go in there, and optimistically, I like book two hours, and like, you don't need two hours. <laughs> you know, I've been safe of a half hour at that point. We get into the room, and it had like a musty smell to it, and I'm like sure. the air conditioner the smell weird. You didn't want to use the bathroom or anything like that. It was like you know the carpet looked like it hadn't been touched in years. Yeah. So we put like a couple towels down on the bed. We stripped everything down. You know, it was like oh. Basically, it would have been the hotel we stayed at in Florida of Joey's reservations. Yeah. So we stuck with those. It was <laughs> tough to get. In, it was tough to get in the sexual mood, if, the state of mind, if you will, uh. and a uh, and a hotel like that. But she was, she was a cute girl. Now she's uh, married and has a kid and lives down in North Carolina. Huh. She dated Joey for a while. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean Joey. Uh, I don't know if Joey had uh, had relations with. You her. must know because you would know if you guys were Eskimo brothers. I would. He would, but it was he was after me, and he doesn't usually kiss until. Uh, he doesn't want a newcomer coming to the show. He's coming and steal the show. That would be awesome if he did. Uh, I know him. Him and her went on a date for Disney on Ice. Oh, wow. I do know that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But, See, uh, I kiss and tell, but I have a statute of limitations. Like, yeah. it's like if I haven't heard a peep out of you in like eh, like three years, even a hello, it's off the table. I'm gonna talk. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once that expires, I will talk about whatever. But if I hear from you and you're still kind of around or sticking or still, around, yeah, yeah, like I, I will, I will stay hush. Know. The night before Thanksgiving is a unique night because that's where everyone comes to town, and you know people. You typically, when your class reunions are around this time and everything. Yeah. Um. Last year at this time, I think we were doing the show here, of some sort, because I think there's an episode of us on Thanksgiving Eve. The year before that, um, where the hell was I? Oh, we were driving. Me and Sue were on our way up here from D.C. Oh, with the that's pups. Right. Yep. Uh, the yep. year before that, I was uh, I was a single man. And uh, 
I was hey, where did I end up that night? Oh, day I I remember I was DJing at Margaritas, and then um, I met up with Sir Rivera. They do at the VF the one of the VFWs or something like that. Some rents it out, and it's like all the people go back from high school. Yeah. And it's anywhere. It used to be anywhere, like from like a couple years older than me to like a couple years younger than me. Then I went there like two years ago, or three years ago, whenever we went, and there were kids who just like just turned twenty one. At the time, I'm thirty one. Is this the one I would come visit you at? Uh, what? Where? Margaritas. No, no, no. I was DJing at the Margaritas. No, we, the place we went to was in Revere. It was oh, like okay. a VFW. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, and we I walked in there with a girl that was a couple years older than me, and I'm like uh, like well, we feel like uh, we're pretty old there. All the it was all young kids kind of took it over. Kind of very bizarre, yeah. but uh, now they go to Valari's down uh, on on Broadway in Revere, and it's still younger kids and stuff. It's like, you know, it used to be the three three eight was another place. The three three eight. There's a giant gas station there now on Squire Road, and Squire uh, Road. yeah, it was a old divey type barry place, but uh, yeah, it's uh, so it's it's a place to go and drink the night before things, you know, the night before. Uber's actually offering free rides, um, to people tonight. So if you're out there getting drunk, you wow. get a free ride from. I think you have. I don't know what you have to. Is there some kind of promo code or some of that? Yeah, maybe between it's like the you sign up. Or it's like the between the hours of seven and like uh, fucking two or three in the morning, they'll offer you free rides so you don't get hammered and you know crash into a fucking pole and ruin your family's Thanksgiving the next morning. How the hell did you get that off? How the hell? Dog manages to get his own shock collar off. That's a little bit of an accomplishment. He's like a Houdini. I know, right? And he's not, he didn't bite it. He must have used his t- he used his tongue. And it's slightly impressive. That's pretty impressive. I can't even be mad at him. No, I'm impressed. No. I'm surprised he didn't just hide it. Oh, he would have never known it was off. He's chewing on. He's trying to disable it completely so that we can't get put on him. He did that to his last one. He bit it so proportionally bad that the the power over here wouldn't go on anymore. And it made it incapable of. Then he chewed these things off so this band wouldn't stay on. <laughs> And he chewed the uh, the where the power plugs in the charger too. Oh wow, yeah. We never shock him. We just used to vibrate on it, and like he we don't have to with this guy. We just put him on it. He doesn't really do much because he's afraid he's gonna get shocked. Yeah. The other one doesn't give a crap though. She can get shocked and she was still on bite. Remember that what was it New Year's Eve we put in the shock collar. I was on? I was trying to remember if it was last Friendsgiving or New Year's. It was, no, last, it was Friendsgiving. Was it Friendsgiving? It definitely was Friendsgiving. Maybe. Um, yeah, we were. Yeah, me and Maddie were the guinea pigs yes. on what it feels like to get shocked by the shock. It color. was pretty uh, intense, right? It was a little weird. Yeah, a little, a little freaky. I'm hoping that because it's not as much hair yeah. on my wrist as say what's on his neck, yeah. that it doesn't hurt as much. But yeah, it was kind of traumatic. It might. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I've touched uh, little prongs here and like while I was on, and yeah, yeah, it's a little, uh, a little violent. It does. It feels like something's ripping at. Your wrist, yeah, like yeah. it was going like this. It was, it, it was burns a little bit. It's like a little bit. So I can't odd. imagine on my neck, like right in front of your Adam's apple. Yeah, yeah, you don't want that. No, these poor guys. Tommy, you have an Adam's apple, and that was a one, and it goes up to like what ten? Goes a hundred. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. You know when you accidentally hit these guys with if it by mistake in the wrong mode. Oh, oh yeah, this is this is a squirrel. Oh yeah. Ah! Oh yeah, they don't fuck around. But dogs have such short-term memory. That they don't remember, yeah. Unless it's not it's to do something, but not to do something bad because you get that, you know. Like it's like being a kid and you get beat by your grandmother by a wooden spoon, and whatever <laughs> you did, so specific. What? You never got beat by a wooden spoon by your I've grandmother. I've never got beaten by a wooden spoon. My grandmother broke a wooden spoon on me once because <laughs> I was misbehaving. What'd she yeah. hit you? Uh, right in the ass. Okay, all right. That that's fair. She was like a four foot eleven woman. She swung like fucking Barry Bonds. <laughs> That wooden spoon had a lot of miles on it, but there was that one day it was like, you know, your fastball's coming down and in, yeah. and you're swinging that batch of splits. I remember just fucking wood flying everywhere. She got a red on. And that's fine. You can't do that but these I'm, days, no. though. But yeah, I, I deserved it. I'm, I was Good. fucking pissing her off. So it was like she was just randomly beating her grandchildren. I mean, we did something that, uh, that warranted a beating, if you know Wait, what I mean. You know what I mean? Hardy, nobody ever deserves that you sound oh, yeah. like a victim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I deserved it. I, I deserved it. You hit me. What the hell is this? Tom Brady placed on injury report? Oh, it's probably nothing. Reportedly oh. hurt his knee after making a catch versus Titans. He shouldn't be making a catch. What? Apparently. Oh, that play. That yeah. stupid play. Yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, not to get too off topic here, but I was reading a report today about how um, Paps might be going under in 2020. Blue Ribbon? Yeah, because they're a bunch of dumbasses when it comes to business. Because okay. it turns out they don't own... Any of their own distilleries, they pay Miller Corps 
to actually make their beer, okay. and it expires in 2020. And I guess Miller Miller Corps is trying to kind of sounds like they're trying to eliminate them as competition. Okay. And they're like, okay, well, we can still do this, but now you're gonna have to pay us like 200 million dollars. They don't own a do distillery. It. I know. It's, so that from that makes sense. I think what happened years ago, they did own their own distillery, and they were fight, they were going close to bankruptcy. And I think the three big powerhouses was Coors Miller and and Budweiser. Now Miller and Coors have merged. Um, what happened was I think they I remember the story. I think they had offered to lease space in their facility to manufacture their beer. Well, no, actually, it's, it turns out this is something Paps has always done. They've always really? never, so they never, they've always like had. Uh, somebody else make their beer, which is a horrible business practice because someone's going to run you out. Oh yeah, like, and that seems like what's going to happen because Paps actually makes a profit, but Miller's probably like, why don't we just stomp them out? And I guess Paps did try to buy their own distillery like 10, 15 years ago, yeah. but it was this abandoned one. But guess who owned it? Miller Corps. Of course, right? So they're like, sure, but pay us like two hundred million dollars. Billion dollars. Yeah, exactly. And they're not like a, a small town like brewery. They have mass production, so they, yeah. they in order to keep their business profits where they is they have to basically buy a distillery hire a crew and get that plant running at 110 yeah. percent and overnight that's not gonna happen yeah the amount of barrels that they would need in the space that they would need for that is like miller's like no way but i think it's a combination of we don't want to give you the space and you're kind of our competition oh yeah yeah you know Oh, absolutely! I look mean, at look it up. It's an interesting story. But we'll talk about a dumbass business PBR. practice not having your own distillery. Not having your own distillery. Country's oldest beer, I think it is. It's all yep. close. One of the oldest. Yeah, beers. late eighteen hundreds. Yep. So you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should offer to buy it off of me. Like, yeah, we'll buy a company off of you for like I don't know, like a hundred thousand dollars. We should buy Blockbuster. They don't la- the last Blockbuster close. There's like one left recently. Is in Alaska? Yeah. yeah. It's like a franchisee or something like yeah, that. Something like that. Someone holding on to the name. Yeah. You know they could uh they could have bought Netflix. Yep. <laughs> they could have. It was like only like a million bucks. The uh, CEO yeah. of Netflix, uh, the CEO of Blockbuster said that was a stupid idea. Yeah. Well, did he now? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now no one has even a DVD player in the house anymore. <laughs> well, I do. But. Well, Sue asked me if I we had a DVD player, and I go, "Well, the, the computer has one." Yeah, I mean, and most people I talk to have a DVD player. It's their PlayStation or Xbox. Well, yeah, it's a well, it's a Blu-ray player. Yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, it, people have Blu-ray players. I have a Blu-ray player, which is also a DVD player because it plays both. Yeah. yeah, but they were only about five years away until those are obsolete and people. Everything's digital media. Not everything because you're still gonna have your. It's gonna be a lot smaller, yes, but you're still gonna have like your collector sets that are limited edition that are like. Like I still have like my. Uh, yeah, but you can say the same with vinyl though. People still have collect vinyl, yeah, but yeah, it's still around. It's gonna be a, well, it won't. Yeah, it won't go away obsolete, but people won't be using it as their their main mean of uh, media. Like for example, when you have an Xbox in a few years, you're gonna be able to download the game directly to your Xbox. Yeah, you do that already. Can you already do it? Yeah, yeah. you do that. Yeah, you don't buy the. You can you can buy the disc if you want. But yeah. GameStop's gonna be out of business. So tonight, if you wanted to buy a game, say you're sitting there, it's or two movie, o'clock in the morning, yeah. or a movie. Yeah. Well, a movie, I know you could always do that, but like a game, yeah. you want to play like Red Dawn Redemption two, yep. two, <laughs> and uh, yep, you, go to you, the Xbox store. That's it. it. You download it and you can play it. Yep. Instantaneously. Yep. So Christmas Day, a kid gets a fucking Xbox player. And, and all your parents have to do is give them the fucking Xbox and be like, hey, you can buy a couple games. And yeah. Christmas Day, you can when stores are closed, you can buy yourself a yep. game. Huh. Amazing. That's pretty awesome. You can watch a movie. You can download it instantly. Music, boom. Cut that. Don't got to go to the store anymore. Amazon, I mean, I, I ordered some shit yesterday on my ride home from work. You know? It's amazing. But the thing Technology. is, too, you have Love things it. like Blu-ray and like some of the quality on the discs is better than streaming. Better than streaming, but not as good as the actual file. At some point, when you own the file, like when, when at some point, yeah, when you that file is going to be as good or not better than the actual, you know, media. Yeah. If you will. But like you have things like I have the whole collection of the Red Sox 04 championship run into the World oh, yeah. Series, right? I mean, I get like, that box set right there of DVDs for like the Fenway Park too. Yeah, I mean, that's not you're not going to find that. Like there are things that are always going to exist that you're yeah, going to need about, to buy, and you know. Yeah, it's nice to have. I mean, it's like I have a vinyl collection. You yeah. know, how often do I listen to it? Not very often, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, I get a box of cassettes, you know, I, you know, retro media, if you will. But yeah, uh, the market's gonna be a lot smaller. Yeah, but when I want to listen to Michael Jackson's Thriller, I'm not gonna go to the album, and put it on, listen to home. But I'm gonna probably just go on my fucking phone and hit play. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And stream it, you know. And I can change my thermometer of my apartment while I'm three to thirty-five hundred miles away in Las Vegas. 
I'm going to say things have uh, changed in this world. Oh, big time. I can literally control the temperature. I can turn lights on in my house from a different from a different country. Yeah, I, I don't want to go to that. I know I can, but I don't want to. Yeah. I, I, but but you get I the wanna. Alexis, though. She hears all your I conversations. Do. I know. You know. She's listening to you, and she's she's videotaping. Well, not video videotaping. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see the new spy cameras they have now? Do you know those little blocks that go on the wall for USB? Yes. They have one that looks like that for... $35, it will actually stream to your phone. It's a nanny cam. Mm -hmm. And it actually works as a USB charger, too. Oh, believe me, buddy. I went through a whole stalker thing years ago. I have yeah. I have an, I have a a, Ooh, um, a fleet of HD cameras yeah. all kind of in my apartment to activate if I'm not home to make sure nobody comes out of paranoia. Ah. Haven't needed to use them in about, uh, say, about five years or so, but I have them. Yeah, we get the one camera in the, in the, the bedroom for the dogs when they're in the yeah. crate. It's imagine what can, what can stream to 1080p that's this big. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like the quality. I mean, we get that camera right there that's doing the the webcast right yeah. now, and that thing is minute. And I remember when webcams first came out, like 20 something years ago, and they're so fucking grainy and shit. It looked like an Al Qaeda film. It's a you know. Now it's like, I mean, you, you, what else are you gonna do nowadays? You know, we were, I was my mom had gotten pictures for the wedding in a couple of weeks. We had like, pictures of all relatives and stuff like that. So she's like, "We gonna home, come home and scan them?" I'm like, "No, I'm just gonna take a picture of my phone." I go. My phone camera is better than any scanner I can scan the shit in right now. I, yeah. get, I can take this picture right now. I can clean it, edit it, and dock it in a matter of 30 seconds. Yeah. And then send it to Walgreens and have it picked up in an hour. You know what I mean? Who would have thought that a cell phone, it, the like the use for what it was originally designed for is obsolete. Nobody talks on the phone. Yeah. And that's what it's designed no. for. <laughs> no, it's, it's hilarious. No one actually uses it as a phone anymore. But I think the first webcam, wasn't it? If I'm not mistaken, I think it was a circle. It was like the size of a softball with a little square lens in the middle. Yeah, something like that. Something like that it was that size, and and I remember when you, like remember phone TVs was like back in like the eighties oh or seventies. Like, ooh, we could talk to someone, see their picture on the phone, and then they came to like the phase where they were actually developing, and the technology sucked, and it was like, ah, uh. yeah. now uh, was it Google comes up that new thing? It's called that sits in your house and it has the camera built in and the screen, and it's like something like that. Its primary know. use is to be like a, an Alexa. But it actually, you can have a, if someone else has, you can have a conversation. It's almost like FaceTiming, but in your house for convenience, I, I guess. I don't want to see somebody when I'm talking to them. No, and it's uh, very, like, weird because it has to be put in a certain location. It's not like your phone where you can walk around and FaceTime someone, you know? Is it like, you remember the movie Total Recall? Yes. Remember how the phone's like, it was the same thing. Like, you see the person. Yeah, it's it, exactly it was like, like that? that. Yeah. I don't want that. Except they came off at 20 years later, and actually. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, FaceTime's been around for 10 years at this point, you know? That's true. I've used FaceTime about a handful of times. Yeah. I don't even like talking on the phone. I never, never learned talking on the phone and looking at the person. You know what I mean? That's like a little fucking goofy. Yeah, it's a little weird. Well, I don't want to see. You know what I mean? No. And it sucks now that because as technology has advanced so much. You, like, you remember in the old days, you leave work and that was it. You didn't have to worry about it until you went the next day. Mm -hmm. Now it constantly carry brings you home. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. And they that's get why emails I, and shit and all that stuff. And That's why it would suck to be a teenager these days. Like, you get in trouble. Like, if I was bullied... Yeah, I knew that it was over at the end of the day. Right now, you go home, it follows you. Oh yeah, fuck that. Oh, I know kids that uh, who parents track them on their phone wherever they are. Oh, they know exactly where they are at all points. The well, cars get around attract. that. Just get a burner phone. That's what I would do. I know, right? Oh, fucking kids are stupid. They're very stupid. First thing I would do was walk into like uh, I would leave my phone at home. I would forward my number to my burner phone. <laughs> so when my mother called my real phone that was sitting in my living room or sitting in my bedroom or whatever I wanted it to be, it would just forward it to my, my burner phone. Oh, nice. And then, like, for example. Well, that, I, those burner phones, are that smart then? Well, the burner phone doesn't do anything. It's the, the smartphone that your parents gave you that you can set up a forwarding feature to. Okay, that's right, yeah. And you just forward it to any old number. There you go. But they don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. That's what I would do. Trust me, my parents thought they had it up on me the entire time I was growing up, and I was one step ahead of them. Yeah. So you show me the smartest parent in the world, and I'll show you a kid that's ten times smarter than that parent. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like the tracking devices on the car. You know, mm. you just ditch your car and take another one. Yep. You know what I mean? Leave the car where you want it to be. It's uh, as great as technology it is, though. It creates problems like with stalkers and stuff like that. It can oh, make yeah. their lives a lot easier, too. I want someone yeah. to stalk us because we're so famous. You know what I mean? No, you really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right nah, now. Nah, I, I've been to the police station many a time, uh, a few times regarding yeah. uh, bur uh, like burner phones and, and untraceable texts. And I feel like I was borderline stalked in Tennessee last week, two weekends ago. Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, when we talked about that were. last week on the show where I ran into people that I really didn't want to. You probably were. That sucks, man. That, that uh, was, that's not cool. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah. it's all right, but at the same time, you shouldn't have to... 
No, it's, it's, it's funny past, now, but yeah, I mean, it's it know. was it was an ambush, if you will. But the whole the whole what really set, what really ticked me off was the whole like them people standing behind you with a phone cam hoping oh, yeah. that something would happen. That's that's when it's like, how old are you? you I would even, yeah, I mean, what was gonna happen? You know, like at least I said I can I can at least wrap my head around a friend who is annoyed with you because of that whole situation and wanting to say something. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're not doing. You know that that ex any favors and her you know her friend slash your ex any favors and like you look like a child infant like holding up a video trying to video that's just I'm thinking like what could I have done to be extreme to really throw things off like maybe I should have just took Sue's toe out and started sucking it during the conversation maybe she started making out with Eric maybe <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know what I could have done like I because the way out if I could relive this memory again. I would do something very shocking. I Not, wish I was there. Yeah, yeah I know. It was, so, very, it was so on the spot. You yeah. Know, like you couldn't be that quick, you know? Yeah, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, pull my pants down and, and, and stick a spear up my butt or something of that nature. <laughs> I didn't have much room to work with, though. No, I, was in the, I was in the corner, and I yeah. didn't really have a spear up at the time either. But uh, if you want to hear about the story, just listen to last week's episode, 79. Uh, we uh, talk about who I ran into in Tennessee. And there's been nothing since then. No, nothing. Uh, Haven't heard anything. Hmm. Been uh, I think they uh, I don't know, did they make their piece? I have a confession, Adi. I'm that girl on Instagram that you've been quote unquote talking to. But oh, <laughs> can you show me how to message on Instagram? Because someone told me about like a year ago that they sent me a message on Instagram because they were trying to get in touch with me, and I go, I didn't even know Instagram had messages. Yeah, and then one time I got like a thing that said like someone commented on something. And it was like a friend of mine. And I went to go look, and I couldn't find their comment. And it turns out they were messaging me. Oh, shit. So I guess... Uh, See, the old people in us yeah. are starting to set in. This is you the know, beginning. You know, if I was going to message anyone, I would have been on Facebook. Like, Eric, that was creepily at 12 o'clock at night when he's sitting oh, there God. jacking his meat. That would just text he, me. And he see... Is that what you just texted? No, I know. I said oh. I would be like, just text me. Well, you know? that girl we're friends... I'm just doing friends with in, uh, down in uh, New Orleans. Uh, Eric had her number, but instead of just calling her or texting her... He would. What are you looking for your phone? Yeah. Oh. I'm listening. What did you? Is it charging? Oh, oh there it is. He would uh, Facebook messenger, which I think is very creepy. Yes. Um, the only people using Facebook messenger are people who don't have just people like hitting people up in the middle of the night. The only <laughs> in the history of Facebook messages, has anyone ever got laid? That's a good question. Oh. The only time I've used Facebook Messenger is if, like, let's say I lost a contact. Yeah. And I was like, hey, um, I need a different phone Hello? number. Hello, Susie? Hi, Bill. Hi, are you here? Um, not yet. I'm leaving the grocery store, but my phone doesn't get serviced in the garage. Okay. So, like, in five minutes, can someone come out and help me? Sure. Did you find a turkey? That's the major, that's the major question. I did. Oh, nice. And it I, was, have a, I got the last big turkey there was. Oh, is it succulent? Yeah, is it succulent? <laughs> oh yeah, it's fucking succulent. It's a juicy. Should we tell her she's beautiful, a beautiful round turkey? You're making me hard, Sue. Yeah, I'm all turkey. Give me up. movement. Yeah, he's, he's got flickerage. You're turkey now. He's not even a turkey yet. No, you said you gave him movement with your turkey statement. No, I said I got flickerage. Oh. 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 All right. Well, everyone in we're we're live right now, so everyone knows about your description of the turkey. You're fucking shitting me right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> everyone knows how you luxuriously a big luxurious turkey, juicy turkey, if you will. I fucking hate you. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Don't do it. What happened? All are, right, you so really, are you really live? Yeah, yeah, we're almost done with the show. It's perfect timing. Okay, fabulous. Well, I'm at the red light by the gas station, so somebody come meet me to carry in this luscious turkey. Nice. I'm going to have sex with it tonight. Oh. oh. All right. There you go. There's your, there's your flavor of uh, Susie J. If you didn't think you were going to get her tonight, you got her. I love how it's, it's somebody. Meaning you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's going to help me. Somebody. Anyone. <laughs> Usually it's Joey. Usually I send him out there. He's getting her smoke anyways. Perfect timing. So she'll be here in a few minutes. And yeah. the show's over. And 
We'll get the turkey and then uh, maybe get a beverage at the Loon. Hell yeah. So if you guys are listening out there and you're in the area, the Saugus North Shore area, the better shore, if you will, uh, we'll it be at the Kowloon's in a little bit. It really is. And um, yes. So uh, you will, and if you're going to be, if you're around here tomorrow and you're at the Kowloon's, you maybe see uh, the mallet. Yeah, you might see me there too. There you go. And, uh, you, don't, if you want to come up and say hi, don't be creepy. Just say, <laughs> hey. Big fan. Ask you for an Hi. autograph. Are you going to be with your mom? Is that your yeah, I'll be with my mom and my brother and everybody. Oh, yeah, they're going to think you're the most famous guy. Ever. Like, yeah. oh, who do they know this guy from? No. You know. Don't be yeah, Don't be creepy, you know? And don't hit on Adam's mom. <laughs> That'll just be awkward for everyone. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Or, or his brother. My mom will probably go along with it. <laughs> yeah, anything you're plugging? The potato? No. Yeah, you should check out the Whirlwind Potato on YouTube, uh, the Whirlwind Reports. Uh, I did post an article on the Packy, uh, uh, on a video on the Packy. Oh, I did see that. Yes, yeah, the Jurassic Park one. Yes, I guess, yes. I gotta, I'm gonna move more of those up uh, weekly. Nice. Yeah, onto the Packy. And uh, next not? week we'll talk about. Uh, we're, me and him were going over some old amusement parks and shit. So I want to get more in depth in uh, Paradise. Uh, what was it? Uh, Pleasure, Pleasure Island. Island. Pleasure Island yes. in Wakefield and Paradise Park in Middleton, Mass. Two abandoned amusement parks that got uh, shut down. After ten years, yeah, we want to know more. We need to know more. Yeah, we need to get some stuff. So we're gonna, we're gonna, maybe we'll even go out there and investigate. So, ooh, a little gassy. <coughs> well, everyone out there, have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, stay safe, safe tonight. Yeah. Don't do anything stupid. Uh, I know you, tonight's the, the number one night to hook up with someone you went to high school with. If you do do such an activity. I strictly please use a condom. A prophylactic? Prophylactic, if you will. Where did that name even come from? I don't know. It seems a little weird. Is it condom? A rubber? Or a rubber? A jimmy hat? A jimmy hat? And with prophylactic, yeah. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, prophylactic is the, the, the terminal, medical term. Um, yeah, don't fuck a girl from high school tonight without a condom because it's probably a reason you guys weren't together in the first place. Mm. And now don't make a kid being the reason you're together <laughs> because it probably didn't work out. She's probably a whore. She probably you probably had a crush on her in high school, and she probably banged everyone on the football team. I'm just saying. It's I think it's a safe thing. assumption. Yeah. Now she's banging you because she just made her way around again. Yeah. Yeah. So unless you want herpes, wear a condom and have a nice Thanksgiving. Eat lots of turkey. Sit back, relax, watch football on mute, and listen to the ID eighty four show with Adam and all the episodes we have. And touch yourself. Stay safe. Stay safe. Uh, that's all I got. Packy like us on YouTube, like us on iTunes, and uh, we'll see you later. Toodaloo, motherfuckers! Have a bye!